the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. is in your tongue. The key to walking by faith and not by sight and standing as a world overcomer is in your tongue. And going down through these scriptures and, and you know, last night and, and looking at them again this morning, it's amazing to me that our whole life comes down to our words. So how importantly do you take your words or do you just say whatever you want to say? We can't do that anymore. Because death and life is in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So if our lives are going to mean anything, then that means that our words need to start meaning something. Quit lying to people, telling them, I'm going to be with you. And you're the very one with the dagger. Wow. I like that dress. And you're the very one, turn your head up. <laughs> That's so ugly. Wow. You know, we live in a time right now, some of these holidays, you know, I think our daughter and, and, and her husband went to an ugly sweater party <laughs> over in Dallas. <laughs> Who in the world going to go out there and find the ugliest sweater to win the contest? The ugly sweater contest. A person may be finer, a lady may be finer than Marilyn Monroe, Deacon's daughter. Uh -huh. A man may be as strong as Arnold Schwarzenegger. But that attitude, that Oh, flip tongue. That old arrogant, I'm better than you thing makes that person ugly. Trial by fire. What you have in you must be tried so that you'll know that it works. 
Come on now, I may be, may be teaching better than you saying amen, but I tell you, that thing that's inside of you, it has to be tried so that you'll know that it works. But if you're not willing to stand for anything, you're going to run away from everything, you'll never grow up. Luke's Gospel, chapter 22. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. I know you can do two things, so tell your neighbor. You don't have to look at them. Tell the devil is after that word. Man, sometimes you can be just as happy when you wake up in the morning. But about 9.30, you don't even recognize what day it is. Are you in Luke chapter 22? Go to verse 31. Luke chapter 22, verses 31 through 34, and I'm reading. And the Lord said, who said? Now you can put your name right there. Your name is not Simon. But the Lord said, call your name. What's your name? What's your name? Who you be? Say your name. Yeah. Say your name. Yeah. Say, the Lord is talking to me. Now listen to this. And the Lord says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. Whatever you're going through, when you come through, strengthen your brothers. But notice what the Lord said. I have prayed for you that your faith fails not. Why? Because if your faith don't fail, which comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, if you don't bail out on God's word, if your faith don't fail, you won't fail. So the devil is not that word. If you fail to believe, then you will never rise to your potential because you don't trust the one who made you. <laughs> Simon, Simon, I have prayed for you that your faith don't fail. Now Jesus could have said, listen, I'm going to hold you up. So no matter what the devil brings against your life, don't worry about it, I got you. That ain't the way this works. You got to take the whole arm of God. You got to take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The devil tell you sick, you got to come up with that scripture. Oh no, oh no, oh no. By his stripes I believe I'm healed. And I know we hear that all the time. But at what point does it become personal? The point that you use it. The point that you use it. And you don't have to lie about it because healing is real. Salvation is real. Love is real. Verse 33. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. Somebody say, Peter, watch your mouth. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. Now when you put all this together, let me explain it to you. Jesus said, Peter, I just got Instagram from glory. 
uh-huh, that the devil showed up up there and told my heavenly father, if you just don't help the brother right here, I will sift him like we. Okay, now hold that point. Second thing, Jesus said, Satan has desired you. He went and requested you. He called your name. But Jesus said, I prayed for you that your faith don't fail. Now we get into what is this whole thing about? Peter said, I go to prison. I won't deny you. I crack somebody's skull before I let them put their hands on you. What was Peter's problem? Self-confidence. We can't make it in this world without the Lord. I don't care how much money you got. Peter was telling the Lord, listen, I got you, man. I got your back. I'm going to handle all this. Now watch this trial by fire. Aren't you the one that was with him? Get away from me. I don't know that man. <laughs> That's why ain't no need of making all these New Year's resolutions. I rebuke calories out of the carrot cake in the name of Jesus. You can rebuke all the calories you want. The devil's just waiting for you to start eating on it. Peter really didn't know his own heart. Listen, he didn't even know his own heart like some of us don't know our own hearts. Oh, we say words. We got a lot of words. We have words. We have learned how to talk. We can give you what you want. It don't mean we're going to back it up. We give you what you want just so you can get on up out of my face so I can go ahead and do the next thing I need to do today. So Peter says, I'm not leaving you, Jesus. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going nowhere. And then all of a sudden the Lord allowed trial by fire. And what did Peter say then? I know not the man. I've been careful all these years and I'm still careful. Now I'm not perfect and I won't be in this world. But one thing I'm careful about is that's how I handle the body of Christ and what I teach. Because I don't need to be interjecting a whole lot of stuff that the Bible ain't calling for. Because this ain't my church. But people, because they don't understand God's word and when things are said, they take it all like it's me saying it. I just thought you knew the word. Yeah. I ain't know you was a vagrant from Sunday school. <laughs> I'm just taking for granted you know that I'm talking the Bible to you. Yeah. To understand and come to that place, you don't have a clue. It's not a put down, you just got to remember. We run our mouths, we say too much stuff. That's what that was Peter's prayer. And you know what? The Lord allowed that circumstance to come so that Peter could see Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And guess what, what happened when Peter saw Peter? He wept bitterly. And Jesus 
didn't say one word to him. He was arrested. Jesus was. He looked across the courtyard. He just looked at Peter. That's all. Didn't say one word. Just looked at him. And Peter knew that look. That look was saying, you said that you would stand by me. Look at you now. You said that you got me. They got me now, and you over there, and you say you don't even know me. Feel saddened for people that tell you they will be with you always and they leave you. Don't, don't try to destroy them because it could be you. Just, Lord, have mercy on them. All of us have been Peter. When that trial came, the Lord who? I'm tired. I ain't going to no church. Trial by fire. The things we say are going to be tried. They're going to be tried. And it's going to be a trial by fire. It's the trying of you. That the Lord has a desire to burn that mess out of our character. Why are you so stuck up anyway? What, what, what aileth thee? Why you don't speak to people? Why, why are you not conversational? Who hindered you? What happened to you that you can't warm up to other people? Do you think you're in this world by yourself? Matthew chapter 5. Trial by fire. Now if anybody can teach on trial by fire, I think it ought to be Jesus. <laughs> I think it ought to be Jesus. Now, I want to talk to those of you in here that are being picked on. And, 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 and people keep picking on you or picking at you. What is the Lord after? First of all, he's not after anything that he didn't put in you. So the devil is after that word to try to prove that it doesn't work. The Lord is after that word to prove that it does. So whose report <laughs> will you believe? You still with me? All right, now, in Matthew chapter 5, and I want you to key in on verses 10 through 12. Blessed are they who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That blessed word is happy. Because yours is the kingdom of heaven when you're persecuted for righteous. When you are persecuted for doing what is right, then you ought to be happy. In verse 11, blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely, falsely for my sake. 
check the attitude. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. That's overly glad. For great is your reward in heaven. Here we go. For so persecuted they the prophets who were before you. You in good company. You in good company. When you being persecuted for righteousness sake. Happy are you. So God says in this trial by fire. Come up with joy. Rejoice me to do it over and over and over again. Why? Because that word in you cannot be moved. It cannot be moved. That word is in us as believers to hold us, to guard, guide, and to protect us. But where's our joy? I think a lot of times we take on the Charlie Brown complex. You know, why me? Gloom, agony, and despair on me. No. It's something in your character that's mispleasing, that doesn't please him. So the trial is designed with our name on it to see what our response is going to be to the trial. Now, how many of us can really laugh at a problem? No, the problem end up laughing at us. Look at that fool falling all out. Ain't bathing. They seeking God for 30 days. Only thing you had to do is apologize. They persecuted the prophets who were before us. So at the end of all of this that the Lord is allowing to go through to refine his word in us, to make that word more perfectly clear, it's a trial in your future. It's a fiery trial in your future, in my future. And we're going to have to deal with it. So how do we deal with the fiery trial? First thing you do is watch your mouth. You, you've got to watch. You, you, this ain't a Ray Charles concert, baby, what I say. This is an understanding that this thing have come out of nowhere. Now you mind your own business, and all of a sudden the doctor say, you got ovarian cancer. And it's stage three. And nobody told you it was even stage one. He said, what in the world? Where did this come from? And now the devil got us looking all down through our lives. Because our son came up, showed up with cancer. And wondered, okay, the question was, as Mary and I talked about, where did it come from? Where did that thing come from? I know it didn't come from God. I know it didn't come from God. Your high blood pressure ain't from God. It's from your nephew. <laughs> we, we, we see we, we, we have to understand just a few things when Satan can't get you cause you ain't hearing none of that today he get the one closest to you so to throw your whole game off course and to make us doubt God I'm standing here right now a pain running through my body like you wouldn't believe but I'm good I am good. 
And I know sooner or later, God's word is going to manifest. Same thing with money. You may not have all the money you need, but if you're a tither, hold on, baby. The window already open. It's coming. Your blessing is on the way. <laughs> it's all in our interpretation of life. That tongue is very important. 1 Peter 3 and 10. Well, before you go there, go to 4 and 13. Because the text is taken out of 4, 12. 1 Peter 4 and 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. It can come through a child. It can come through a neighbor. It can come through a co-worker. But the trial is going to come. And it's coming hard too, baby. And it's coming with no breaks. No breaks on it. We have to stand on God's word and trust him even though we don't see our way, but yet we believe. Now let me hook up right quick. Go to 1 Peter 4.12. Let me read down through here right quick so you can see a broader picture. 1 Peter 4 and 12, the Bible says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice. Inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. For if you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, uh, as a busy, busy, busy body in other men's matters. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. My goodness, there's a lot said right there. Glorify God in the middle of a trial? Yes. Now the question is, Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. 
If you say those words and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. <laughs>